Hello, everyone, and welcome to Love in Your Life podcast. This is Dola, your host. Um, I, today, I want to continue to um, readdress, I should say, the subject of self-awareness. We've talked about it a lot on this show, how important it is to be self-aware in selecting the proper career path and understanding yourself enough to um, verify that what you're intending to do makes sense for you, that it's the best suited path for you. And we also kind of infer about your personal life um, as well. To know yourself is to choose um, more accurately, more properly, and avoid some pitfalls and mistakes in life, right? So um, being self-aware is extremely important. And um, today, I guess I really want to speak about, I, I, I get a lot of, I get a lot of questions regarding uh, how our emotions are indicators of not only what we need to pay attention to, but how we need to manage those emotions so that we can understand ourselves at a deeper level understand how we are triggered, how our emotions are triggered. So um, I was talking to somebody the other day and they said, you know, they were making up this story. And I, I say that because, you know, what they said to me didn't even make any sense. Uh, they started to tell me the story about somebody looking at them the wrong way or um, even something they, you know, like they, they gave them a look and made some sort of uh, noise with their mouth, like, like, uh, as if to say to, to minimize or to dismiss them. And so there's a whole story that this person built around that response from somebody. And it got me thinking about how often we do that we, you know, we, we, we misinterpret a lot of data <laughs> that comes our way, because we are seeing it through the lens of our auto response. We're not really able to look beyond that because we're triggered emotionally. It is going back to a past offense that we, you know, that we, um, we are mindful of. And, you know, that's kind of like the thought thing, you know, that everything you think is not real. Um, you know, what you feel might be real, but the moment you start the spinning, the thoughts start to spin. Um, you you're, you're involved in the thought of it, and you're you're creating the story, and it's getting bigger and bigger, and you don't even know if it's factual. Um, and the, the the point is, it most often is has no fact in it because if you checked with the other person and said, you know, when you did that, this is how I felt that person might say to you, oh my God, you know, how many times has that happened? Oh my God, I had nothing, nothing of that kind is, is what I was feeling. I was, it was, you know, because I was doing that because whatever, I don't know what they would say to you, but the point is what you think they mean is very often not what it actually is. You're making it up and making up a story about it and it's really gotten carried away. So, so that's why the self-awareness piece is so important to all of our decision-making because very often we're making decisions with faulty information 
that is being fed to us throughout those thoughts that are circling in our mind that are hooking up with some thought from the past. And we're so triggered by it and so emotionally wrapped up in that thought that we can't find our way back to, you know, reality and common sense. And we talked about this before, how very often, you know, you'll find yourself saying, I, I, I you know, in retrospect um, of some kind of, you know, emotional response that you had, I don't know what I was thinking. You know, I said this or I did this and now I'm so sorry for it. Whenever you find yourself in that, in that position, I can guarantee you it's because you were triggered and you were unable to manage it in the moment that you were triggered. So how do you do that, right? Well, you have to understand where you're being triggered. You have to sit down with yourself and every single time that your emotions get carried away, you have to stop yourself. It's kind of like, it's, it's like just a little small tool that you can use that once you get used to doing that, you can really get down all of your triggers and understand where they're coming from, if it's important to you, and not only that, but how to manage them. So, uh, you know, I know this because I've had to do it myself. I know it intimately. I've had to, you know, emotional intelligence was something that came to me in the 90s. And I read uh, Goldman's book on emotional intelligence and very, very quickly became wow, a student of emotional intelligence. And then I became certified in a, a, an instrument by the name of uh, Genos from uh, Australia, which is still, um, you know, doing that company is doing a great many uh, assessments in emotional intelligence. Uh, so I, I've used Genos over the years, but since the Berkman uh, also that I use for assessments with the career selection um, and in my executive search work, I also have access to a report within the Berkman instrument that has to do with emotional intelligence and my coaching work with the executive. So that is, you know, uh, that that has come to me in many different ways and I've used it in many different ways, but I'm, I'm amazed how many people are still, you know, operating with that kind of, um, you know, tendency and don't really understand that they can, there is help out there to help them manage this and not only not be triggered so much, but understand where it comes from and have self-compassion, self-empathy. And also, as I always say, once you have that for yourself, you'll have it for other people, which is a very critical part about getting along with others, right? Um, so I, I'm, I'm able to get along better as I understand that people's emotions are triggered as well, just like mine are. And um, sometimes instead of judging them for it, just understanding, trying to understand and open my mind to, geez, I wonder where they're triggered or how to talk to them about it even. You know, uh, instead of yelling and screaming back at them, just wait till they calm down, which they will and have that open window to say to them, so when you when you did that, what were you thinking? What were you feeling? More important than what they were thinking, obviously, is what they were feeling. And then you can kind of get to, you know, kind of, it's a really great topic to speak about. It's a very intimate topic. It brings you in touch with the other person, uh, brings you, you know, uh, information, it, it gives them information, gives you information, and it increases the likelihood of you 
to getting along in, as, as you go forward. So, so once you are um, emotionally hooked on something and triggered on something, you have to understand where it's coming from. You know, you have to be willing to look at it. Uh, what am I afraid of? You know, might be a question that you ask yourself. What am I afraid of in this moment? What am I upset about exactly? Because very often, and you've probably heard this too, what you think you're upset about is not really what you're upset about. You're upset about something else. And um, because you are, it's triggering you because this is reminiscent or somehow mindful of that emotional trigger. So you have to be willing to look at it and be, you know, willing to um, understand it, you know, and grab hold of it and call it a name, name it and claim it. You know, that's what we say in emotional intelligence training, um, name it and claim it. And then, you know, give yourself like a, uh, a, a uh, pneumatic device, like stop and, you know, um, stop, you know, listen, listen to yourself, tune into yourself. Um, take a moment and do something different, um, you know, uh, interject, a, you know, a physical, they say if you, you know, stand on one foot or you hop around or you sing a song, you can kind of um, intercede uh, that emotion um, and, you know, stop it from over being overwhelming and overcoming you by, you know, just a simple uh, physical act, you know. And everybody has something different to do. Whatever works for you works for you. But the point is, get out of it. Um, and then once you understand uh, what you are working with, where it comes from, if it's, well, I guess that's the next point is, do you know where it comes from? And the only reason I say that, because I don't like looking back. I don't like the idea of looking back and examining the past and, oh, yeah, my mother did this. And that's when I decided that everything you know, the follows that looks like this or smells like this, I'm going to be triggered. I get that. I had that too. <laughs> um, but it's only good in to understand it. That's it. And then let it go. It's it's not good to hold on to it at all because holding on to it is just going to make, make the trigger, um, relevant, you know, uh, viable and, um, you know, have some staying power. Uh, and you don't want it to have staying power. You want it to just be an informational piece. You know, I know why I get triggered like this because way back when, um, you know, when my mom said this to me, I just, you know, I emotionally erupted. Um, so, so it's understanding that there is a trigger, understanding where it comes from, being willing to look at it, what you're afraid of. Um, and, you know, the, the basic uh, uh, example of it is, you know, uh, physical fear. Because uh, this is emotional fear, right? But the physical fear is, you know, when if you're walking through a de- uh, a a, a, um, a um, dense uh, forest and something pops out uh, at you and you know makes this noise and you just jump back, well, that is a legitimate trigger uh, that has been able to that has taught you, you know, you have been taught in the past that every time you hear something strange, you need to, you know, uh, step back. Well, that's a legitimate um, trigger, a, a legitimate um, response for you, reaction for you, because it's, it saves your life or it saves you from getting harmed or, you know, from being harmed. So that's good. That was a good thing. You know, and that's how our emotional brains are. That's how we're set up. But being triggered by these things that are not legitimate is what I'm talking about here. So, um 
So, so once you figure out what this is, you can, um, you know, at least have the self-empathy and the kind of like as a sort of uh, a side effect of this whole understanding is having that for others, having that empathy for other people, which brings you in a social context, brings you more likability and more, you know, more intimacy with another person because you have empathy for them. And as a leader, we talk about this being a very important aspect of leadership because having empathy for your employees is extremely important in how you manage them and how you treat them and how they feel about your management, your leadership style. Believe me, it's absolutely uh, true. So, um, you know, I, I think that once you understand the process that's happening within you and you make it a practice to acknowledge it, understand it, step back from it, take a moment and do the breathing or do, do the, you know, count to 10 thing. That's where that came from. Um, then you can forgive yourself, forgive others, be more in relationship with others, have the empathy for the self first, then for others. You can't have anything for others until you have it for yourself. So I always talk about that too, when I'm talking to people, you know, in, in terms of relationships, um, you can't have love for another person until you love yourself. You can't have empathy for another person until you have empathy for yourself. It all starts with you. That's why it's so important to be self-aware because if you are not self-aware, you are not other-aware either. You're never going to be other-aware without first being self-aware. So just remember that you can't have anything for anybody else without first having it for yourself. It's a really important thing I've learned and I need to emphasize to anyone listening because it's important for our lives to understand that, important for us um, just living every day to day. Um, so don't tell yourself a story. Don't, don't, you know, when somebody does something, you know, stop and breathe a moment before you react. Try to teach yourself to do that um, because you'll continue down that spiral of, you know, every time this happens, you're going to have a reaction. Reactions are never positive. They are almost always negative. Responses are, can be very positive because you will teach yourself how to respond when you are triggered, you know, to make, to take that moment to breathe or to consider being alone for a second or to breathe or to, um, or to uh, dance or to stand on one leg or to laugh or whatever it is that you teach yourself to do when you're triggered. Believe me, it just works. It just works. So that self-awareness, um, that's what I'm going to keep talking about. Some kind of of ability to look at one's emotions and not get triggered, to choose to not get triggered in a negative way and, you know, making your life and others with you into a much, oh, much more um, satisfied living uh, uh, for yourself, for the people that are in your life, whether it's personal or work uh, related, right? And the only way to live, again, guys, is with love in your life, personally and professionally. Until next time, everyone. Bye-bye.